0: volume two episode one titled groundhog year um uh, it's been a while since uh, i put something up um but uh, given um the current situation going on in the world i have time uh and if it's something that i i, I can't stop thinking about uh might as well uh, not let it die on the vine so, with that being said, uh, welcome to the first uh, podcast of 2020 for Double Um I hope everybody's doing okay. Um, um, you know, uh, it's, it's just been crazy. It's been a crazy and a surreal time. You know, we finally know what uh, living in uh, the, the division is like. Uh, Everything's shut down. Everybody's inside. Quarantining, even though um, today's date is uh, May 3rd. Uh, 2020 and apparently because the weather's nice like quarantine don't mean shit and people outside you know being vectors and, and and potentially starting this whole thing all over again so i hope that's not the case um but you know such as such is the way of the world everybody's selfish and self-concerned um uh, especially when any, something doesn't directly affect them uh, but at any anyway uh, 2020 so far has been really really interesting especially um, uh, in the video game space uh, we've had console and surprise console announcements i think back in december um, 2019 with xbox you know showing what they've revealed and we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit later um you know trump's still president you know of the viruses have crippled society you know and uh, everybody's working remote, which is, uh, you know, from, a, a you know, most companies perspective. I think most companies have gone all digital at this point because, you know, they're still operating. I know mine is. And uh, it's all all over the Internet, all over all over Zoom, you know, which is, you know, become uh, incredibly popular. Um, so, yeah, that's where that's where we are at this point um, in 2020 and the outlook. Um, In the game space is, you know, we have, you know, potentially two of the biggest console launches ever um, happening this year under these conditions. Uh, As you know, E3 was, as you probably know, E3 was canceled, if you don't know already. Um, The big gaming event for the year, uh, which I was looking forward to going to, having gone last year. Um, But, you know, everything is canceled. We're not going outside for a while, especially since there's no uh, vaccine uh, given the current uh, situation. Another thing I wanted to talk about was uh, people are listening to the podcast, which again um, haven't put up an episode since I think July of last year. And to see the numbers that it's doing, um, I'm 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 confused, uh, but at the same time, I'm 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 kind of excited because that means that you know somebody's listening. Um, I wish, you know, you guys would reach out, tell us who you are, um, in the form of, you know, you can follow us on Instagram. You can follow us on Twitter, uh, YouTube, um, and, you know, just like leave a like comment, uh, even on SoundCloud, we put, po- you know, uh, SoundCloud hosts our, our podcast. So, um, if you could, you know, drop a like, you know, comment, Give some some feedback, positive or constructive, no negative shit. Um, and just let, you, let let us know what you think. Uh, more importantly, what would help us if you went to iTunes um, and drop a review? Um, you know, because, we you know, what we want to do is try to go to some more of these events and bring our perspective. And you could help us by, you know, leaving a review, you know. I'm not going to tell you what to do, but the more positive the review, the more um, access that allows us. Um, uh, and then you know we have a subs a subscriber goal of a thousand. We're trying to reach a thousand across all platforms. Um, so if you could you know assist us with that, that'd be great. Um, that would go a long way with um, proving to the to the gatekeepers and the powers that be that um, the people you know people are listening and they should respect. Um, The audience uh, that we have uh, by giving us access to, you know, events, products, uh, whatever the case may be. Um, So with that said, if you're listening, you know, go to iTunes, drop a review. It doesn't have to be uh, an essay. You can just say great podcast, whatever. Uh, You know, these guys fucking suck. Um, But just, you know, keep it keep it above four point five stars. Moving on to, you know, what I'm currently playing. Um, uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake finally came out, uh, the month of April and, you know, it's been, it's been, it's been good. You know, um, I love the combat, uh, get the gameplay mechanics are great. It adds a lot to Final Fantasy. I love how they've fleshed out, um, uh, some of that game, um, you know, from all those years ago, but I do have some criticisms that, you know, it's, it's, to me, it's definitely Although there are some graphical improvements and gameplay mechanic improvements, there's definitely, um, uh, it's too linear. It's too linear, and what they've effectively done is taken, I guess, a portion of the game that's about, I don't know, 10 to 12 hours, depending on, um, you, know, you know, your playstyle, whether you're a completionist or, you know, you're just trying to run through in the original game, uh, and then expanded it to like a, a 30-hour game. Um, which is both good and bad, bad, good in that, you know, it it shows you more of, of the, the world that, you know, Final Fantasy VII takes place in, which I appreciate. I'm, I'm a big atmosphere experience and expanded universe guy when it comes to games, but at the same token, um, uh, it it definitely makes a lot of stuff, uh, kind of repetitive, you know? you know, it there's some good and some bad, but it's definitely worth a look. Definitely, especially if you were a fan of the original game. Um, so yeah, that's one of the games I'm playing, and then also I'm playing, you know, GTA of course, in and out of that universe. Every time they release an update, you know, that game has been great. Um, Call of Duty Warzone, now, the latest Call of Duty Modern Warfare um, was a, was definitely. Um, uh, I was surprised that I would liked it so much, uh, given the fact that the last couple of years, Call of Duty seems to have gotten kind of stale. Um, and then, you know, all all shooting games right now are, you know, bar- borrowing Battle Royale from PUBG, you know, like Fortnite did and seeing Fortnite's success um, and just, you know, it, it expanded the mode um, with, you know, with all the tropes of Call of Duty which has worked to their benefit. I mean, you know, it's a it's a great, great mode. You know, Call of Duty is, uh, you know, it's, it's a favorite pass. And to me, it kind of replaced Madden a little bit as like that game that you buy every year. Um, or like if you're, a, you know, like you're, you 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 only buy consoles to play that one game, it, it's right now for the masses It's either, in uh, my opinion, Madden or Call of Duty. Uh, no Man's Sky, i have gotten back into um, uh, Fortnite. Uh, recently got back into because, you know, my son's homeschooling or, or, you know, remote schooling, whatever you want to call it. Uh, and he plays a lot with his friends. He's always trash talking me, calling me a boomer every goddamn day. Um, and, you know, I have to I have to, you know, take him to task. I have to show him, you know, I still I'm still nice a little bit. Right. You know, I mean, I'm not the nicest in the world, but I'm nicer than him. And that matters to me. Uh, so until he is able to beat me or am I Physical condition has deteriorated to the point where I can't I'm not as fast um, and he can beat me, you know, then I'm going to I'm going to ride this shit to the wheels. Fall off. So good luck to him and his future endeavors, because I'm not I'm not letting up until I, you know, I can't beat him anymore. And that's that's how it's, it's gone. Um, and then The Witcher 3, Um, this is definitely a game in my shame pile. I'm uh, going to try to finish it. Don't know when that's going to be. Like, this, there's just, it's too much to do. It's too many games coming out. It's too much I want to do, which are like personal projects. So that kind of eats into my time. Um, but, you know, my ultimate goal for the next 10 years is to finish The Witcher 3. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, and then things I'm looking forward to playing in 2020 because, you know, a lot of stuff got pushed back later on in the year. And I think this was even before. Uh, the coronavirus uh, kind of took over uh, cyberpunk 2077 like this is to me that's game of the year uh, that's the only thing that I really want to play besides Halo Infinite which is you know another game that I'm I'm, I'm dying to play um, when consoles launched later this year and then ghosts of Tsushima, Ghost of Tsushima um, on PlayStation 4 uh, which is I guess is a exclusive on that console. Uh, but those are the three games that I'm looking forward to play, um, later on this year, um, provided there aren't any other production delays. Um, next gen it's coming up and, you know, um, games I'm looking forward to seeing in the next gen, uh, you know, whatever the next GTA is, that's something that's of a, a hot topic of recent people are, there's all kinds of rumors, uh, about, you know, the location, what to expect, you know what rockstar is working on blah 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 but we'll 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 see what happens uh, when that gets released uh, whatever the whenever whenever the next final fantasy 7 remake episode comes out because they're splitting the game into three parts at least i hope it's just 3 uh, and not any more than that um you know uh, whenever that comes out you know I, I don't know i don't know it took this long for this game to come out now um I don't imagine, especially with uh current conditions, the uh, production being all that speedy. So hopefully it can come out next time, you know, sometime soon before um PlayStation Six and uh Xbox Series Z comes out or whatever they're gonna call the new consoles. Uh, of course the new Halo, um whatever upgrades they're able to add in next gen. Um, To No Man's Sky, provided, you know, No Man's Sky, you know, makes it to the next generation, which I think it will. I hope so. Um, And then Horizon Zero Dawn. I'm looking forward to what more um, stories there, you know. Um, That was, to me, one of the biggest surprises of the current gen. Um, Like, when I first saw the concept, I thought it was trash. You know, like dinosaur robots. Like, what the fuck is this? And then... When you play the game, you, you learn and understand, um, how that came to be, um, and there's some compelling stuff there in addition to the tech being impressive, um, amazing graphics, you know, all that kind of good stuff. It was a really, um, uh, uh, a perfect example of what, um, a, P- a PlayStation 4 game, uh, can be. All right. So... Uh, moving on to um, the coronavirus and the current impact on the world. Of course, you know, there are, you know, millions uh, infected by the virus. Um, at least in the United States, there are um, more than 60,000 deaths. And I think that's something that can't be understated. Um, um, our government at the federal level and in some states have not handled this thing um, quite well. Um, I would say it's a fucking disaster. If it was any other president in in office, I think, you know, they would have thrown him out um, because of the ineptitude and just the distraction that that this guy is. Um, You know, I've I've said it personally to people. I think he's a a danger to democracy for whatever that's worth because, you know, we come to find out there aren't real patriots out here, people who really don't care about that shit. Um, um, it, It seems like people are only concerned about Making uh, you know the you know whoever you you know whoever you oppose mad um, and rubbing it in their face regardless of whatever country you have left um, because you feel like and the only things that affect you are you know what kind of guns you have or whether you're able to go get your hair done or some shit. Um, so yeah, um, shit in the United States politically, to me, in my opinion, is I mean it's it's the worst it's ever been. Um, you know, like we're we're essentially operating like a uh, like a third world country, as far as our government's concerned. You know, no one's in charge. It's it's just um, it's just moving along in a sort of a zombified state. Just to simplify it, I can go more in depth on that, but this is a games podcast, not a political podcast. Um, so anyway. Uh, impact on development. People are not in offices now as far as games. Uh, uh, In addition to, you know, the American workforce or the world's workforce uh, as a whole, like everyone's working remote. Um, We don't know how this is going to impact projects that are currently in development. Um, uh, Some projects that were slated to be released later this year. Um, Hopefully, I mean, my company, speaking personally, um, we were able to like maintain and get some work done um collaboration level of collaboration on a video game uh, i imagine is um you have to be much more of a cohesive team a constant communication um everybody depends on everybody to do their part uh, this constant check-in um i imagine you know some more of the face-to-face elements are being handled by probably zoom um so my fingers crossed on uh on on the fact that i hope it doesn't um hinder development too much but you know um you know it's to be expected so i imagine a lot of stuff that was either going to come out on a new consoles at launch or holiday season 2020 are going to get pushed back into 2021 if not later because of you know the current situation surrounding um 19 or the coronavirus uh hard man- manufacturing um I mean, the, the big hardware release of the year uh, is typically whatever Apple, I, whatever iPhone Apple releases. Um, and they're even anticipating some delays in their production, uh, which is understandable. Um, a lot of our, you know, because the virus originated in China or at least the, you know, the the the, um, the, the widespread outbreak uh, originated in China. Uh, that's where a lot of our manufacturing is done um, as far as hardware. Uh, Another good. So, you know, anything that affects China is going to affect us, you know, obviously. Um, But, um, you know, Phil Spencer and some Sony execs have come out recently and said, um, you know, shouldn't be too much of a problem. Release. um, Release schedules are, you know, are firm for holiday 2020, Um, but I anticipate shortages of some sort because, you know, uh, on a good day um and well let me back up i anticipate shortages um due to the fact of the the effect of the virus on the the, the supply chains uh and the complexity of these consoles i mean um some of the features uh, some of the chipsets uh that are being produced for these consoles are very sophisticated um and i imagine they're and they're brand new it's not like they're pulling shell- parts off the shelf um you know, I imagine uh, there's going to be uh, some type of delay. So I, I don't know if they'll have like a million units on hand. They may have like 500,000 units on hand for the entire world, uh, which has happened in previous generations. And, you know, some people were able to get it. Some people weren't. Um, but then also the prices of the consoles are significantly higher. Um, so if, if the price is high, I anticipate there'll be some consoles available, especially if you got the dough. Um, and if they're... You know, moderately reasonably priced. Let's say in the four hundred dollar range. Um, you know, you you may run into some shortages. Um, Five hundred dollar range. I think you may have a couple. You might have better chance um, uh, if if those no. You know, if money is no object to you, or you've saved up. You know, you know you know you're buying the console later this year or two consoles, and you've saved up. Um, but I, you should anticipate. You should anticipate a problem. Um, and, you know, take the appropriate actions, pre-order, do whatever you got to do. Um, so that's that. Um, going back to E3 2020, we all know it's canceled this year. Uh, uh, it was a, you know, a, a precaution because of the uncertainty surrounding the coronavirus. Like, we don't know how this is going to affect us. So uh, I guess the, ES, the ESA... Uh, Which runs uh, the Electronic uh, uh, Entertainment Expo uh, decided to, you know, not take any chances, cancel everything. Um, I imagine there's some behind the scenes talk about uh, digital alternatives um, with different, um, you know, different uh, exhibitors. So I'm not sure if they could they themselves can pull this together. You know, within the the few months time that they've had. Um, but I imagine a lot of um, publishers who have, you know, kept faith with the e th- with E3 um, and some of the bigger players who've already dropped out have their own streaming service, have their own streaming event planned uh, or are planning it and are going to execute their own, which uh, only further um, puts the nail in the, the E3 coffin, um, uh, the, you know, in, you know f- for future years. Uh, the, the E3 Expo was, you know, them being able to do it continuously from this point on was, was a little bit in question because big people, you know, big players were dropping out, you know, last year, Sony didn't attend, uh, years prior to that, Nintendo dropped out, Konami, you know, they were a big exhibit there, used to, at least they had a, a big footprint there and they dropped out, uh, and then, you know, um, it's just viewed as, um, old hat like you don't have to send a team of guys create us a, a demo specifically for this event like they used to do in the past um you know you can just do like nintendo does uh, and do a nintendo treehouse and you control the messaging and you broadcast to a wider audience it isn't limited to news journalists you can get influence influences involved um there's different ways of getting the message out for that specific game and you do it on your own terms you do it whenever you want you know um, so I think that's a, a, a route a lot of publishers um, and developers going forward are going to take um, as they reevaluate the expense of this thing. You know, like culturally, you know, it's it's an awesome experience. Uh, I went last year. It was great. Was looking forward to going again this year. City of Los Angeles is dope. You know, best tacos ever. Um, uh, you know, um, but it's it's unnecessary uh, if you think about it. um If you think about it you know you can just do a digital streaming event which i think everybody is going to do uh going forward um microsoft has uh, announced last week um that they're going to be hosting an event um to show third party uh games may 7th 11 a.m uh i think this is a thursday um so we'll be able to see what the next generation has in store and then i guess Rumors speculate that there's another event closer to E3, which I think will show more about the console, in addition to other third-party, first-party games. Um, So being that this is, I think, third-party focused, I don't think we'll be able to get to see Halo 3. I'm sorry, Halo Infinite. Um, But, you know, we'll be able to see Cyberpunk and and other games that they've um, recently announced. Um, Sony... I imagine they're going to do a state of play style Nintendo treehouse style presentation, no date on when that's going to happen, but it'll probably be closer to E3. uh, If not um, something else that they're planning to counter the messaging um, on the uh, upcoming Xbox uh, and Nintendo, you know, they make their own rules. They're not beholden to anybody when it comes to, you know, this, you know, disseminating information about their consoles. So I imagine, you know, they'll do something in june uh, just like everybody else nintendo treehouse style event um and with that you know the the future of e3 might be in doubt you know it was um it's run by the esa uh, who also established the esrb uh, which is the rating system uh, for video games Uh, and that came about because of the whole mortal kombat controversy and, and and violence uh surrounding video games in 1993 um they decided to self-regulate which you know that's how the esr ES, esa came to be and the esrb the rating system that they currently use to you know all in efforts to protect children or whatever inform parents um last year was one of the the first well last year was the first year they offered uh, a gamer pass which allowed people you know the general public to attend um and it's it was kind of expensive it was 250 dollars for the ticket and i think you got like bare bones access you just you know you got it you know you got a couple hours in um uh, but it really didn't offer anything compelling you know and the lines were super long they need to figure out how to manage lines there um i think uh playstation has the best you get an app you get into a queue uh, there's a certain amount of tickets for the day and you go off and do whatever and it gives you a time to to come back you know and you're not sitting on the goddamn line all day. Like before, it made sense to have lines because it was like a marketing thing. Like, oh my God, there's so many people online around our thing. But nobody got his fucking time for that shit. And you're not and you're not showing that you're being respectful of people's time. Like everybody should just follow that, um, that procedure where you you download an app, you know, the data is what you want anyway, you know, more than people standing online, like get the fucking data um, through the app. Have a queue, have a certain amount of tickets, and have it that way, you know. And you know, it's just a it's just a faster, more respectful way to do things, you know. um But you know, you can continue to be assholes and and waste people's time, you know, three four hours in line and watch a goddamn uh, demo It's fucking ridiculous. But at any rate, I imagine going forward, uh, E three is going to try to do uh, what Pax does. Um, you know, PAX, I, I usually go to PAX East, PAX East is, you know, it's in Boston. It's pretty good. Um, it's more independent developer focused, but there's more, I'd say there's, there's a lot more stuff. There's a lot more opportunities for interaction um, for the general public, and that's the way they're going to keep that thing alive. Uh, I don't know if they'll do like a PAX style, you know, like an E3 East West Southwest, Um type situation where there's you know every quarter there's a different show or every couple months there's a different show but um that's the only way that thing is surviving now is, is to get more um integrated with uh, the general public have more offerings in that in that respect um, and then justifying the price of a ticket like you know that's that's that so most exciting thing this year for me is uh, the release of next-gen consoles um i think microsoft has been the most forthcoming um, with all the information uh, available officially uh, with respect to the the their new console xbox series x is what they're calling it um there may be a, a lesser um uh tiered system which you know it all has let you know offers less features is less powerful um that, they're, that the internet is dubbing Xbox Series S. Um, we'll see if that materializes. But the Series X is their flagship uh, consoles, has all the bells and whistles. Uh, and I imagine this thing is going to be expensive. Um, my hope is that it's 400 to 450 when it gets into the $500, ter- $500 territory. I mean, I'm probably still going to do it, but it's going to hurt um, just because that's a lot of goddamn money spent on a console in 2000, 2020, but and again, like, it beats the alternative of buying a whole goddamn PC, you know, uh, with the same, the same feature set, so we're going to do it, well, I'm going to do it, anyway, uh, so in terms of power, um, you know, there's tons of videos, tons of podcasts out there discussing the specs, um, b- breaking down what all this stuff means. Um, it's everybody's running on AMD Um, you know the the Xbox is boasting a you know a 3.8 gigahertz eight core Zen 2 processor Uh, the GPU is running uh, AMD's RDNA 2 12 12 teraflops of power across uh, 52 52 CUDA cores Um, both consoles are going to have well uh, Xbox Series X is going to have 16 gigabytes of uh, GDDR6 memory. Uh, internal storage is one terabyte NVMe SSD, which is supposed to be incredibly fast. Uh, and you know they're going to do Blu-ray, uh, ultra ultra 4K Blu-ray for whatever reason. Everybody streams now, so there's no there's no there's no point. Um, and you know like right now, like there's so many mixed messages in terms of like a power comparison because you know like. Console wars are are back in effect. You know we're at a we're at a certain point in time where everybody's trying to justify their their purchases from this gen and last you know from the coming gen and, and um, uh the next gen. Um, so the fanboys are out, you know, pointing to this article, that article, this article. At the end of the day, none of shit means anything. It's all about what what the games look like and what's being offered on each console. So it's it's content and quality um, that are key, not not cores. Um, so power. I mean, everybody's well. Everybody who's who's spoken from a position of authority, i.e., developers who've worked on um, dev kits um, that are spec to you know close to the close to the final product, have said this thing is 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 incredibly powerful, and incredibly flat, fast. Um, uh, the SSD and the load times are going to make a, a significant difference um, in this coming generation, which is great to hear because. Um, you know, games take incredibly long to load and even longer, um, uh, to download things. So hopefully, uh, there's some improvement there too with, you know, and well, NS speeds are what they are, but on the server side, um, if we can get some assistance and download speed, it'd be great. And hopefully that's what, uh, Microsoft and Azure, um, cloud processing is working on getting some more data centers closer to, me specifically so i can download games faster because i mean if you look at games now um you know you get 50 gigs on a disc that you have to install and then there's another patch um or additional portions of the game um that total up to like 100 gigabytes that's a lot of goddamn bytes to be going over my home network as far as price i mean this thing is coming in it's got to be coming in at you know, four hundred to four hundred to five hundred dollars. That's my prediction for the Xbox Series X. Um these things are gonna be expensive, at least at least for the first first couple of years. Um you want the latest and greatest, you're gonna pay for it. Um uh, performance, we'll you know, we'll see we'll see what happens. Like so far we've only seen a couple of demos of uh I think it's uh uh Setsuna and Halo Halo Infinite and i mean so far so good everything looks great but um we won't get to know what's going on until we see actual games uh which we will um uh, this coming thursday may 7th uh 11 a.m eastern time and presentation wise and when i say presentation i mean like the the physical kit that they've put together um the console uh that's you know sets forth you know uh, you know uh the design ethos that like they've they've gone with this generation I mean when this thing was first revealed at the game awards back in December which was a, a a surprise in and of itself like seeing the console physically for the first time this um this rectangle this uh I mean it's it's boxy you know uh, but it's a, t- it's like, a, it's a, it's a tower, uh, shape, which is, I mean, it's definitely unique and it's definitely eye catching. Um, but when I think console, I, I don't know. I, I just think differently. Um, and my only question is, you know, I like to lay consoles down on, uh, on a flat surface. Some people like to stand them up, um, it's going to be interesting. like it's it's basically a tower with a with a disk slot in it and I'm assuming that's a power button on the front and there's air intake on the bottom and a big fan pushing air, pulling air from the bottom out the top um, cooling this whole thing down. And and again, like Microsoft has gone a long way to show us exactly what this thing looks like. Well in advance of um, um uh, of it being officially announced, um, or well in advance of E3 when it would have been typically been done, uh, sometime around then, and you, you see everything. You see the, what I assume you see the the heat sinks, um, the the split motherboard design which allows it to be as compact as it is, uh, the power supply, the disk drive. Uh, it's showing you the high speed. SSD, Um, there's some new uh, Xbox Velocity architecture that they're touting, uh, which, you know, uh, as the website says, you know, the Xbox Velocity uh, architecture unlocks new speed and performance capabilities through the groundbreaking combination of hardware, custom SSD and CPU, uh, and deep software integration, uh, which makes for richer, richer and more dynamic living worlds unlike anything we've ever seen before. So I guess what that translates is the components are talking to each other at incredible speeds. The components themselves are incredibly fast. And all that translates to is, you know, bigger, uh, more populated, more detailed worlds uh, in video games. And also um, lower load times, you know, which is, well, faster load times, which is is great for, for everybody um 12 teraplops of power which you know they haven't they haven't been ashamed of touting that number (laughs) especially since you know playstation 5's number has come in uh, as slightly less than that um but most of you know some developers have come out and said that that means nothing um 4k up to 120 uh, frames a second i guess it's you know game dependent one terabyte hard drive uh, which it's not enough man um so i, I imagine i'm going to be doing some some management on the game side uh as far as like pulling stuff on and off of the console um and then there's a removable uh storage expansion slot uh, they've only sh- uh, they've only showed a 1 terabyte module um but SSDs are not cheap like SSDs are expensive and this is a, a custom proprietary one um which has not always been good especially um when microsoft is involved like if they're going to subsidize these fucking things um and get them to us cheaper that'd be great but given the current conditions um i imagine we're going to be spending more money (laughs) expanding you know expanding our consoles you know throwing these things in and out um and needing to carry a couple of these things around because I like a two terabyte SSD, three terabytes four like, ideally I'd want to have like four terabytes on hand. So I'm either going to have to buy four individual of these storage expansion cards or buy one four terabyte. And it's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be the same price as a console. So I'm not, I'm hoping they have a solution for the pricing. Um, on, on this memory expansion, because I like to I like to. Um, I like to have all my stuff in one place, but at the same time. I don't want to have to carry around a whole bunch of other shit. Um, you know, I like traveling, going to hotels, plugging in my console. And doing it with as, as, as few wires as possible. So I'm hoping there's a, a solution there. Uh, moving on to PlayStation. Um, you know, PlayStation's kind of been polar opposite. They've been very quiet. Um uh I think the first detail they released was the logo, which is not that dissimilar uh from the current PlayStation 4 logo. Uh so that was a that was a bit of a, a disappointing uh release. Um uh, you know, subsequent to that, um they showed what the controller looks like. Which I, I like the controller. You know, it's it's definitely it looks futuristic uh it looks like a substantial piece of kit uh, and in comparison to the xbox which they just added a, a a share button onto onto their you know current controller and maybe made some tweaks to the um, directional pad some other tweaks too but um nothing that's like really noticeable like playstation went in a completely different direction like they did with them uh playstation 4 i think playstation 4 was a, a surprise i think a lot of people anticipated them just like adding an extra button onto the you know the existing dualshock 3 but dualshock 4 was actually a pretty good controller. Um, um, and you know, this, this next controller, you know, everything is USB-C on PlayStation 4. USB-C, the touch bar is still there. It has some like cool blue lights on the side. Uh, I don't know if the white color scheme that they've shown, uh, is going to carry over, um, to the console design. Uh, if it's a white console, that's great. If it's not, that's great too. Um, I mean, I'd always prefer my consoles being black, but what would really be cool as if they went back to the original PlayStation Gray from the the OG uh, PS1, PSX or PS1, however you, you want to call it. Um, that would also be cool, too. And uh, I think this is the 20. This is, I know there's an anniversary coming up this. I know there's like a 20, 20, 20th anniversary, or 25th anniversary of the 20th anniversary of the PS2. Um, so I'm anticipating some kind of limited edition console coming out sometime soon. Fingers crossed because I want, I want that. It's the 20th anniversary of the PlayStation 2. Cause I know that came out October 26th, 2000. And I didn't get one for a while and I really wanted one. So I, that date is burning in my mind. Um, so I'm anticipating some kind of limited edition, either PS4 console or limited edition. Um, um, PlayStation 5. I imagine it's gonna be a limited edition PlayStation 4 because they're able to get more of those printed up than they would uh a PlayStation 5. They're gonna need every every unit for launch. Um so that's gonna be interesting. Um as far as power on the PlayStation 5, you know, um uh the specs are kind of well as far as the hardware, the specs are comparable. It's it's a uh, it's AMD Zen 2 as opposed to the 3.8 on the xbox um gpu is rdna2 um it's pushing 10.2 teraflops uh with with lesser cores but i i i think the the frequencies are variable and i think they've um it runs at a higher frequency than than the xbox gpu um both 16 gigabytes of ram um interesting number the storage is uh 825 gigabytes uh nvme ssd as opposed to the one terabyte in the xbox um but the io um the io design um is 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 significant here because it pushes data faster between um uh, the different components uh, which you know some developers have come out and said um this is a significant thing uh, and we need to keep our eyes out on what sony does with that Um, Then there's a question of whether or not uh, third party developers are able to take full advantage of of those features. Um, But we'll 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 see more when we learn more. Um, So I reserve judgment on, you know, who's the most powerful, which games are the best um, until we know everything. So that's that's Xbox and PlayStation uh, in summation. Uh, you know, again, like there's like thousands of videos doing in-depth reviews of both these consoles. I'm just here to give my opinion. I'm getting both consoles, um, you know, when they come out. Um, so, yeah, you pick your poison. Um, no choice is less than the other choice. Um, whatever console is more powerful, none of that matters because everything is all about the games. Uh, and also depends on what game you play. Um, so we'll see what happens. Um on another I guess the next um entity we should be looking at is Nintendo which as far as next gen we don't know what the hell they're doing Um uh, we've been hearing rumors of this like pro switch this you know like a, a more powerful version of the switch coming out I've been seeing rumors saying that there's two screens on the thing it's like they're bringing the 3DS back I don't know what the fuck they're doing um Switch, while it's a good console, to me it hasn't really felt like a console. It felt more like a handheld than anything else, um, which is probably why I've that's that's I've played Nintendo the least uh, in this this next generation. I haven't finished any of the Mario's. I haven't finished any of the Zelda's. Um, you know, I haven't even purchased one personally for myself. Like I play on my son's uh, Switch, uh, and right now, like he's Fortnite heavy on there, so I'm not even I'm not even able to touch it. Um, as far as next gen. We don't know anything. Uh, we don't know what their plans are. We just have rumor and speculation. Uh, Nintendo will tell us when they tell us, um, and that's just is what it is. Um, I'm still holding out hope for my uh, uh, the game I want to see from from Nintendo, which is um, bringing back Super Mario World, uh, but making it in a, a GTA style, where you you know you, the worlds exist. Uh, you have to solve like different little puzzles to in order to get to them and beat defeat bosses. Um but I'm I'm ready for my GTA style Mario. Grand Theft Mario. Nintendo, if you're listening, please make that happen. Um based on Super Mario World. Um I can't stress that enough. Um to me that's the be- that's the best Mario in a long time. Um N64 was great, but I feel like um uh Super Mario World Uh, did the best at creating an atmosphere and environment, um, more so than, than any of the current games. Everything else felt like disconnected. Um, and again, I haven't played all the way through, um, Super Mario Odyssey, so I can't, can't say that with a a certainty, you know, but I don't know. I'm not a Nintendo fanboy, so I don't go crazy for everything they release, um, but if they were trying to get me, I need to see a little bit more from Mario than what they've they've been releasing. Uh, and something that creates more of a definitive lore. I mean, I get, like, Mario is, like, this iconic uh, uh, figure. And, you know, the the constant reinvention of his world um, keeps, you know, keeps him fresh. But... Um, Again, what I want is a, you know, a Grand Theft Photo style Mario. <coughs> Excuse me. Um. And as far as the rest of 2020, I mean, we don't know what's what's going to happen, right? Like, there's a lot of uncertainty. Um. We're going to get some consoles. Um. We're going to get new iPhones. Um. To what degree they're available is questionable. Um. Um, you know it's, it's just we gotta we gotta wait and see we gotta wait and see um, so hopefully hopefully things work out but um, you know keep up with us keep in touch um, you can find me on Twitter Instagram Mixer YouTube under Zero Bleak uh, Double O Lounge on all those same platforms uh, with the exception of Mixer but no definitely check out my mixer page uh zerobleak it's uh, mixer.com forward slash uh, zero bleak, all one word uh, i'm going to try to start posting some stuff periodically i have a schedule um so you know keep keep me uh keep me honest keep me uh keep me accountable and also you know don't remember to uh like and subscribe on all our stuff go to itunes please Uh, Give us reviews. That's only going to help us expand this thing um, and expand our relationship together. You know, um, this is going to be like the like the most exciting uh, year in games. Uh, I want to say since the last um, console launch. Um, And it'll be interesting to see how everything unfolds, especially given the um, the current crisis. Um, For me personally, video games are not an escape. But they definitely, you know, mellow me out. Um, they've been an ally in, in all kinds of situations in my life. And, you know, I just want to keep the R form going. I love talking about them. I love, you know, I love having uh, spirited conversations with my friends on some fanboy shit. Um, talking about games, experiences, shared experiences. Um, I miss the days of... Um, uh halo uh a four-player split screen and all those matches i used to have back in the day with friends um so and again like you can find me on um on xbox Gamer tag is zero bleak uh, on playstation it's not uh, don't ask me how that happened um but for the longest you couldn't change your name on playstation but now you can but then there's also also some kind of uh technical issues but anyway you can find me on Twitter also, Zero Bleak, um, and also Double Lounge on Twitter. So you know, I'm glad I got this episode up. Gonna try to put more up every week. Keep a consistent schedule. Uh, and I and I hope that uh, you guys are uh, taking care of yourselves and your loved ones. Checking in on people, uh, and you know, keep playing games. You know, play games. With any and everybody. Um, all right. That's all I got. This has been uh, Malik Banks, aka Zero Bleak for Double Lounge. Um, and this is the Double Lounge podcast. Take care. Hey, what's up, listeners? This is Malik Banks. What we're about to play for you is a short interview I did with my son for the podcast. Uh, this was recorded previous to the current episode. Um, I know I had uh, intentions of posting it at some time. Uh, Now's that time. Um, So enjoy um, an interview with my son, Robert Banks. Thanks.
1: Can I take it out of this thing?
0: Take what out of what thing?
1: This out of this thing.
0: I mean, you could. It's probably better if you just leave it in there. Okay. Take it out. If you want want to hold it, just don't put your mouth full on it. Because your extra peas is going to be all... All in the mic.
1: Is it recording?
0: No, it's absolutely recording. Oh. Yeah, so
1: Are you sure about that? I'm very sure. Yo, what's up dudes? So
0: why don't you introduce yourself?
1: Um, I'm Robert Banks. And? And I like hockey.
0: Robert Banks and you like hockey. You like video games? Yeah. All right, so I'm going to welcome a very special guest to the podcast. His name is Robert Banks. He is someone I know very well. Uh, I've probably known each other all his life. Um, It's my son, uh, Robert Banks. So, Robert, welcome to the podcast. What's up? All right, so this is the Double Lounge Podcast, Volume 2, Episode 1. Um, we've been on hiatus for a very long time, but I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're here to, uh, participate and ask some questions. So, usually what I usually do when I start a podcast off, start to talk about, like, what I've been playing and what I've been up to. So, mm-hmm. what have you been playing?
1: I've been playing GTA. Why? Because it's fun.
0: Uh, what do you like about that game, specifically?
1: Um, uh, like I get to make money that I want to be able to make as a kid, and like yeah, like you get to like choose your choices, and like
0: you get to choose how you play the game. Yeah. How you how you experience the game? Yeah, and you can right? like it gives you a lot of it of gives that. you a lot of freedom to choose right or wrong. Yeah. Um, whether you want to be super aggressive or you want to be passive and just like drive around the game like there's people yeah. who enjoy different elements of the game like i know there's people there's got to be people who sit in a casino all the time just plunking yeah. away you know and then people who just drive around you know
1: people over.
0: there are motorcycle gangs yeah. there are people who play cops Mm-hmm. direct traffic pull people over all kinds of but i think they do that on pc with, with mods oh. but that game it, it's, it's probably my favorite game. Anyway, Grand Theft Auto. The whole entire series. Um, yeah. Where you can basically... The rules of the is to make up. You don't need... You, you, there's no manual to follow. I mean, you can follow missions and do stuff, but right off the bat...
1: Yeah, you can do whatever. You
0: can do whatever you want. You yeah. know? And I like... I like driving around. I like listening to music. Of course, you want to get the fast car and the, the yeah. crazy guns right away. But, um... Yeah. Um. So, what have you been up to? GTA. In life, in general. Hockey. Hockey.
1: Hockey. School. And
0: surviving the Corona apocalypse. Yes. Got it. Got it. I think everybody's. Everybody's trying to survive.
1: Good the Corona guy.
0: apocalypse. All right. So now that we got that out of the way, well, actually, I haven't talked about what I've been playing. Uh, what I've been playing a bunch of different games um, but primarily it's either Grand Theft Auto yeah. by force at sometimes times um, no man's sky I've been getting I got back into that and have been trying to uh, progress in that game and uh, when I want a bit of like mindless action uh, Call of Duty. They just released a new mode. Yeah. Uh, I think it's called Warzone. I don't remember what it's called, but it's basically Apex and Fortnite mode, but for Call of Duty. That's that's basically yeah. what it is.
1: I'ma play Call of Duty.
0: Uh, I mean, it's fun. Yeah, it's nice. They got, I think this this game this time around, um, they've perfected the formula enough to to the point where I want to get back in and just play around to just run around, plunder is fun. <clears throat> So basically you just you know rage caches of money and you try to survive with the most amount of money and if you do if you are like the cash king and you have the most money people will target you and try to, try nice. to kill you and take your cash but i had a very specific set of questions for you uh, in your video game journey um as you know, I love video games. It's a big part of my life. It's been that way for a very long time, and I enjoy sharing video games, and my joy of video games with you. So,
1: yeah.
0: um, and I know we talked about these questions before, but the, this is the podcast now, so now the pressure's yeah. on now. This is for real now, all right? I, what's, what's the first game you can remember seeing?
1: I remember, I was like, a little, little kid, Watching you play
0: Halo. Oh yeah. Yeah. Did you like Halo? No. What did you think about it when you saw it? I
1: thought it was kind of. I think I thought it was like kind of like. Are you just
0: saying this now because you're you're old and now you can say stuff and you like ribbing me about Halo? No. Because as a kid, you were like, oh my god, are you going to play the Halo again?
1: Yeah, I thought it was, like, cool, but I also thought it was kind of weird how there's just, like, probably, like, because are like, a bunch of aliens everywhere.
0: Yeah, it's a video game. Use your imagination. Yeah. Like, none of this stuff is real. All of it is entertainment, right?
1: Yeah, there are a bunch of weird-looking things.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's, that's probably another one of my favorite games. And I can't wait until Halo Infinite comes out later this year. <laughs> if... The coronavirus doesn't delay it. Um, So, that was the first game you remember seeing. Halo. What's your favorite game? GTA. GTA, why?
1: It's fun. You can just, like, move around. Like, do what you want. Like, have complete freedom.
0: So, you like choice in your games? Yeah. And what about the action?
1: Action, fun.
0: And the violence?
1: Violence is okay.
0: What do you think about the violence?
1: I think it's kind of, like, cool. I think it's kind of awkward, but it's cool.
0: It's awkward. Why?
1: Because there's so much violence.
0: Because there's so much of it.
1: Yeah. It's,
0: like, gratuitous. Yeah. Okay. But, you know, the difference between entertainment, right? In real life. Yeah. In real life right? Like, you do a lot of stuff in real life, you'd be in big trouble. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, 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 it's, again, um... You'd you'd be in big trouble,
1: yeah.
0: but you know it's an entertainment. It's for entertainment. It's a genre, just like any other genre, any other action movie. Yeah. Um, but you have a, a a greater degree of control.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, and that's why I like the game. So, what's your favorite console? Yeah. And again, like your your experience with, uh, consoles is very limited, right? Like you've only known. The 360 and the Xbox One generation. Yeah. So your life spanned like two console generations pretty much.
1: Yeah. I got to go with Xbox or PS4.
0: Xbox or PS4 or Xbox and PS4?
1: Xbox and PS4.
0: So you like both consoles? Yeah. Okay. Any particular reason why you like both as opposed to one over the other?
1: PlayStation? Like... I, like, played with my PS4 a lot more. Mm-hmm. But, like, um...
0: Why are you talking like that? What's wrong with you? What's <laughs> wrong with your voice? It sounds weird. <clears throat> you nervous? But, no. You know this is going on the internet, right?
1: Oh. Um, okay. Yeah. But, like, um... Don't mess up. <laughs> but, like, like...
0: And be genuine. Don't don't give, like, BS answers. Like, really speak to how you feel.
1: But, like, like later on, like, now, I, like, play with my Xbox a lot more. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah. Okay. I like both of them. Got it. Both of them.
0: Well, my favorite console will always be Xbox? the original PlayStation. I think that was the one I was most fond of.
1: Hey, I thought you liked Xbox more.
0: I mean, that's currently what I play more. Uh, but I would say my all time favorite console is the PlayStation 1, the original. Nice. Um, what's your favorite video game character?
1: Um, mm, purely from Fortnite,
0: probably. Purely from Fortnite, and why? What's what's particularly interesting about that character?
1: It's a banana. It's like, a banana. Who doesn't love bananas?
0: Got it. Some people don't like bananas. No. I love bananas. Yeah. That is cool. Alright, so next question is, what do you know about the future consoles that are coming out? Um, <clears throat> like everything, if you can sum it all up, a couple sentences, what do you know about
1: I know the ex- each of the
0: consoles? Who the people are that are releasing the consoles? What news have you heard? What are your friends talking about? If they're talking about anything at all?
1: I um, only really know about the, like how the Xbox is going to look like a box, like, like a tower. Mm-hmm. Like, it already looks like a box. But it's like a monolith. It's going to look like a tower. hmm <clears throat>
0: Are you excited about them? I
1: don't
0: know. Well, are you yeah. looking forward to getting them?
1: Am I getting them?
0: I don't know. I mean, I'll always have them, so you'll have them in a sense. So. Cool. be pretty cool to play new hardware. Yeah
1: the thing is is it going to be like better mm-hmm. or is it just going to look different like is it just going to look, look like different bumps?
0: of course like everything specs are going to be better like that's just the yeah. way technology works um, and then everything is going to look better there'll be more features graphical features <clears throat> a lot of bells and whistles stuff will be faster It'll be great
1: like past stuff
0: mm-hmm. and my last question for you is if you could make a game what would it be
1: Um, it would be an action game. Yeah, it would be action. It would be, like, kind of an action slash story mode.
0: What would it be about? Like, what would the story be about? It
1: would be, like, maybe, like, some dude who just, like, got back from a big heist or whatever. Mm -hmm. Who was, like, always running from the cops.
0: Big heist. This sounds like GTA.
1: It is? Oh, Uh yeah. In the beginning of the game, he starts running from a cop. Oh. Well, then. If that, not that Then would be like He like just got out of jail And then he just like Continues to keep on breaking And breaking the law And like Keep on like Even make good choices Or bad choices
0: So You, you want to make Grand Theft Auto
1: Essentially It'd be like All right. Awesome So, you, stuff so would, you
0: work, would you work For Rockstar I Do you, you know who good. Rockstar is
1: yeah, it's like the company that made um GTA. Mm-hmm. If I got paid good, I would.
0: Got it. What would you do? What would you? What part of the game would you want to be responsible for?
1: Ideas. Ideas. And cars. So and cars. you
0: would want to be on the production side. Yes. Like the the design side.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, what would you? What would you want to be responsible for? A story. The, the game cars. engine? The cars.
1: Wouldn't it be cool to make the cars? So
0: you'd be like an art director? Yeah. Who's just responsible for car art? Yeah. So none of the physics, none of the engineering, just what they look like? Yeah, like the
1: tire smoke and everything. Mm-hmm. I'd be responsible
0: for Just that. like 3D modeling, and then, you know, you got to yeah. run through certain software uh, to make sure that it works with the game engine. And, and then
1: you got to, like, make sure, like, when you, like, kind of do a donut in detail. So you want to
0: be in charge of donut mechanics too Yeah Okay That'd be cool Got it Got it I'll keep that in mind All right. well that's all the questions I have for you And that ends your part of the show No 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 you can stay on for a little longer So what do you want to talk about? So what do you want to talk about? talk about dogs i don't want to talk about the dog
1: well can i at least say something about my dog
0: i mean yeah what's his name
1: his name is skippy and he's licking my favorite ball right now and he's gross and so i guess it's his ball now
0: that ball has been his for a long time this is not the first time he sat there and no, like it was that my thing. ball
1: before that i bought that ball
0: it's been like 15 minutes he's still licking the goddamn thing <laughs> no. But like what is going on with that ball
1: it was my ball and then he took the ball from me and then I took it back but, it, then, I know it's, it's, it's like i know you got it from camp game.
0: but what's in the ball because he really he's like into this thing it's I've like never bu- seen him
1: it's like a bunch of bee focus
0: on this thing so hard
1: it's like a bunch of beat and he will only like take it away from him
0: without like He's like a crackhead
1: <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> he's so like fixated on this thing I've never seen him like pay that much Attention to one object for so long.
1: Yeah. He you knows like fights people for it.
0: He's a weirdo. But yeah. we love him. Say hi, Skips. He's like, get that thing away from me. I don't know what that is. Alright, don't, don't listen. He better not lick that microphone.
1: What if he barked at it? I don't
0: know. Yeah. I don't
1: know. Beagles are cute also.
0: Yeah, but nobody's getting a beagle. Alright, so I think that's the end of this segment here. I just wanted to introduce the world to my son, Robert Banks. You may see him as a reoccurring character on the podcast as we go forward. This was like a trial run to see how he would do. And I think he did awesome.
1: Follow me on Instagram.
0: All right. So what's your social media?
1: At Robert underscore 2517. Give me 200, please.
0: That's on Instagram? Yeah. All right. You got any other other um, social media accounts? No,
1: nah, TikTok, school friends
0: only. All right, got it. Is is there are there any projects you're working on that you want to tell the world about? No. Nah. No. All right. All right, son. Thanks for being on the podcast. I appreciate it.